What do you think is the toughest thing about being a superstar? The first thing about being a superstar is that getting getting up in the morning and finding out that you're not completely bitten off. There's some parts of you which are left. Actually, it is it is immensely immensely difficult to you know to you can marry. Marriage is easy. To sustain it is difficult. You know, to have kids is easy. Takes a little bit of work in the evening, and then nine months, and you have the babies. But to bring them up well is difficult. To become a superstar is very easy. But when what becomes very difficult is that you always, and I've always said that that you are trying to get about eighty-nine hours in a day, because as you become bigger. Your wants, desires become. So I won't say I'm greedy, but then you know, everybody wants a part of you, and they're ready to pay you for it. And you say, okay, why not? Uh, let's make hay while the sun is shining. Or I was taught by Saroj Khan once. कि बेटा काम जब मिले ना ना नहीं कहना क्योंकि जब नहीं मिलता तो बहुत दुख होता है. So I remember this the first thing she told me. कि never say अरे यार कितना काम है. करते जाना. कोई तुम्हें पैसा दे उसके लिए तो खुशी से ले लेना. क्योंकि काफी chances हैं कि ज़िंदगी भर नहीं रहे. And you know someone like Saroj Khan telling you that means a lot. And she says, please, I've, I've, I, she said, I've, I've seen uh, struggling for work, getting work, and then being at the top, and then not getting work, and then coming come back, come back. So I've seen a lot of people like that. So I'm uh, the biggest difficulty is that uh, you know that you need to do a lot because a lot of people are there wanting a part of you, like you said, uh, whether it's for endorsement, whether it's for being a brand ambassador, whether it's for opening, whether it's for a wedding, whether it's for a magazine launch like yours. Uh, so everybody wants me to come. And I go. Sometimes uh, the money is good. Sometimes the relationships are good. Uh, and you do it because you know. I would have liked a movie star to come to uh, my wedding also. I would have liked uh, a movie star to come and launch my film. I would like a movie star to dance at my son's birthday. Fortunately for me, I'm all that, so I do it. <laughs> my own parties also, and I launch my own movie. But uh, uh, that's a difficult part. But no, I'm able to. If I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm glad. Like it's a wrong thing to say. I'm. I'm so happy. I'm not a woman. I would never be able to say no. <laughs> for the right price. For the right price. Sometimes even for the wrong price. <laughs> price is not a criteria. I. I just can't say no. But like you said, you'd you'd like 80-90 hours in a day, but you've got only 20 or four hours, and everybody wants a bite of you. So how do you fend off people who come with suitcases of money or huge drafts? Uh, does it become very difficult? Oh, what kind of approaches do you get? Say, say a guy who's the third richest guy in South Africa, Indian origin, and his son is getting married when he comes to you. Yeah, a lot of people come, and uh, half the time my price itself uh, puts you off. Uh, I'm highly priced for things like this. Movies I do free, uh, but anything else which is attached to, uh, uh, and I have a huge dignity of labor. I have no problem doing anything. Uh, I can act anywhere. I can dance anywhere. And I do it with full gusto and love, uh, but there's money attached to it because uh, then I take that money and use it in making my own films. So I don't have to borrow or worry uh, where to make my films from. Uh, but I get all kind of offers. Uh, but I'm very un un unapproachable. I don't pick up the phone. Um, I don't answer SMSs. Uh, I have people around me who are good friends and good uh, business managers. So if they come up, they know how I like things to be. So I don't have to worry. As a matter of fact, I don't even worry about the creative. I know I have enough uh, sensibility in my mind to pull off things. I'm intelligent enough. I'm energetic enough, so I do that. But I've had some strange offers here. Yeah. But now they're not strange. I mean, you know, the strangest was to dance at somebody's wedding. I said yes to it. 
the money is good, I like it. I enjoy it and I think it's a happy moment. The happiest occasion for anyone is uh, a marriage. So I love uh, participating in that. So I don't say no. Uh, if the money is good, yeah, I go and do it. And that's why only the richest people in the world can afford it. <laughs> you say the third, the only the first richest man could have uh, got me to dance a Yeah. So, uh, but there is still, uh, okay, at this phase you're not uh, so easily accessible. But say five years earlier, you would have been meeting a lot of people around the time you did the Mittal uh, you went to Mittal's Shadi. You'd be meeting people for who want to invite you for the weddings and for whatever ceremony, son's birthday and all that. And you quote a prize and it's an instant no. How, how does it become difficult to say no? No, no, no. no. Uh, there's a wrong notion actually, to be really honest. If somebody invites me uh, for a party or a wedding, uh, just as uh, attending it, uh, I'm going to attend it. If you want me to perform, and uh, then it becomes a function, and then it becomes a show. I think very few people know this, it's a misnomer. Very few people know this, that when I perform at a wedding, it's not at the wedding. Uh, it's at a venue which is close to the wedding. Uh, it is a full stage like my world tour is. And that is why it becomes unaffordable, not because of my own price. So only uh, when Mr. Mithal is a friend, so I attend the wedding just like that. But when he says, Shahrukh, I need you to perform, then he put up this huge indoor stadium, uh, full stadium, uh, with seats and uh, doors. And the show starts at 7 o'clock. Everybody's to be seated. If you miss it, the doors don't open. So it's not like uh, I'm performing at the wedding. And uh, that's why like 90% of the people, uh, when I have to say no to them, I explain to them the modality of the show. Uh, because of uh, media and a lot of people writing about me dancing, People think I just go into the mandap and start dancing. No, it's not like that at all. Uh, it's a, that is why it is expensive. You know, to set up a 3,000-seater uh, auditorium in the middle of nowhere. He did it in uh, Paris. So attending the wedding is not a problem. When most of the people understand... Uh, see, my price is also not a problem to not. It's okay, Shahrukh will come. But then there are 100 dancers with me. Uh, there is a whole production team with me. There is a whole um, umang or someone doing the sets with me. And suddenly it's like, it's, it's like actually shooting a huge Hindi film song. Uh, and in this rehearsal, all that cost comes up and they say, oh, we didn't know this. So, if you don't have that, I don't perform at your... Uh, but then I just come and attend it as a friend, then I don't charge. I never charge monies for uh, attending somebody's party or birthday or launches. Or, uh, I've never done that. I can't do that. I mean, I'm cheap, but not so cheap. And item songs in any case cost a lot more than normal songs. Item songs I don't uh, take no, money for. That would be like a major item for the Oh yeah, wedding. the show is like a show. My shows are very expensive. Like it's as good as a Temptation show. It's as good a show that I do for my world tour. It's with 140 people team. Uh, it's with other actors and actresses. It has to have three days of rehearsal time for my technical guys. So when we did uh, for two of the weddings, those technical 100 people are sitting in a five-star hotel setting that up. I mean, as a matter of fact, very few people know, and Mr. Mittal's wedding, uh, Kylie Minogue also performed after me. And uh, so we had to set up the stage even for her. So it's suitable for her. And it's a full stage. It's like, a, it's like doing it at Wembley, actually. Or, uh, I don't know, in Bombay we don't have a, a auditorium like that, so I can't mention it. But uh, getting me to come and perform at a wedding is not at the venue of the wedding. It is at a different venue and all the wedding guests come and attend it like a show. So it's, it's essentially you do your show and they, they line up over there. And I'm, uh, I, I'm not kind enough, but I think it's a celebration time. So post the show, I don't request any of the other actors or actresses, but I do drop into the wedding and wish the couple hang around for half an hour, have dinner, and I'll come back. I do that only because I think uh, it's graceful and uh, right. But Mithal Sam is a friend. So for his wedding, I would have stayed longer. But uh, yes, Johar was in, on his deathbed. So okay. I flew down. So I flew down because he said, you go in my plane now. Because your best friend is not one. So it's a not, 
I mean, a lot of people think performing at a wedding is while people are eating and <laughs> it's not like that at all. There's no eating allowed, there's no drinking allowed. It's a stage. It's, you have to sit down in your chair and the show starts at 6.30 whether they are there or not. Except if the, the only person I wait for a wedding show is the bride and the bride. If they are late, I understand. You know, they have to dress up or whatever. So I'll ask. Whenever, as soon as the boy and girl are in place, I start the show. But actually you perpetuated this thing. You say, I dance at weddings, so people just take it, yeah, mandap pe dance kar raha well, people take anything. Even if I said I dance at the UN function, they'll take it wrong. I mean, it is, but I dance. I'm very really proud of dancing. That would be, be breaking news. Yeah, but people, I now sneeze and it's breaking news. It's okay. <laughs> people misconstrue uh, a lot of things without. See, that's the, that's the only other problem. Uh, they say Neem Hakim Khatrai Jan. Half an information is uh, worse than no information at all. So, you know, half break information. Like yesterday, I Mr. Amitabh Bachchan and we didn't meet each other nicely. We love each other, yeah. But People want to continue saying that. Finally, we've reached a stage. We say, okay, if you like writing, just go ahead. We also we don't like reading it anymore, but it's okay. You you mentioned earlier during the conversation that I mean, at the most you do one or two films, so it's going to be major hype uh, where that film is concerned. You have a lot of offers coming in from producers because you're not doing too many. No, I don't get too many offers. No. Uh, I don't get too many offers because uh, one uh, one one whole part of production team that can't sign me is with monies. You can't. You can't come and say, I'll pay you X amount of money to do my film. Uh, so I'm priceless that way. I did this about eight years ago because I started feeling that once I took big monies for a film without knowing what the film is, somehow I was obliged to start liking what those people were making. Uh, but if it's only as a creative decision, uh, I have the right to not like your script for me, not because it's not a good script. So I'm, uh, uh, I want that freedom. So unless I say yes to a script, uh, I don't. I don't discuss monies for a film at all, ever, uh, for the last 17 years. I don't take a signing amount. I don't take the money till the film is released, and I only take the money if the film has done well. Because I anyway do two or three, so it's not like I'm losing a lot of money. And uh, uh, I, uh, so people know that. So half of the people who are just coming to make a proposal with the money don't come, because they have and they found out that I don't sign it. Like I never sign a film, so I So I don't do it. Uh, the second half, Uskandar, uh, then I hear stories, I keep hearing them without committing to anyone. Sometimes, again, half-informed people, then they say, I'm doing this film. And then actually I'm not doing it, it becomes a thing, Shahrukh has dropped that film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not true. I'm listening to a lot of films. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of films. I like listening to stories. So I listen to everything and I'm not mean that I'll say this is a I'll say, you know, it's a nice film, uh, give me a day to think it over. And then I'll quickly SMS or say, you know, it's beautiful, you keep it. Uh, I can't participate in this. Uh, and then out of... Uh, I want to be a storyteller. I want to be a part of people who tell story. I also like to make films with people uh, who are comfortable. You have, uh, uh, if you have too much self-importance creating something, I don't want to work with you. Uh, if you're too serious about this work, I'm very serious about it. I'll give my life for acting. I'll give my life for making a film. I know that. I'll die one day making a film. But if you start uh, being uh, mechanical with me about it, I don't want to work with you. You've got to be easy. You've got to be sweet. You got to be nice. You have to be a good person. You, are, I tell everyone this: if I hug you and my hug doesn't fit you, and our fit is not right, I don't want to work with you. Is that what went wrong with Shankar's uh, film? No, I didn't reach hugging stage with <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we were just on script. No, we were just uh, discussing script. And uh, I always felt Raju's script might be. I'm too old for it, maybe. Uh, but he was very keen. He's a great director. He's very nice and sweet. Uh, but they had some misunderstanding about, uh, you know, I told Raju to do a film for me, Kishore, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Vinod thought that I'm wanting him to do this, so, so he 
said something and I said, okay, now let me try. Bad feeling in a film, I don't want. I do too. If one of them has got a bad feeling, it means 50% bad work. So I don't want. I don't see the film which has a bad feeling. When I make a film, if I've had bad feeling making the film, I've not seen it. There are a lot of films I haven't seen. I won't name them. But I don't see them. I don't want to see my own film. Never seen my film. I'm like, I, this was not good making the film. So even if it's a hit. And some of them have been big hits which I haven't seen. Of my own, uh, I've seen songs in our television. So, uh, work, style, happiness, smiles, goodness, warmth, good hugs, we can do a film. That's why mostly people think I work only with my friends. Uh, they've become my friends because their hugs fitted while working. It's not the other way around. Uh, and there are a lot of people I work with. Like Shimit is a wonderful guy. I really like him. I mean, he's a sweet guy, he's got no egos, he's got no problems. And we smile. I want to work with people who have the ability to accept the fact that they're taking a wrong shot. Yeah. And we laugh at it, okay. So we screwed up, let's do it again. See, it's not life. Uh, you know, I say this to everyone about filmmaking. See, it's not, it's not about, it's not like life. That agar ho gaya to iska kuch ho nahi sakta. Hum hi to bana rahe, hum kar lenge isko phir se. And film is also more than uh, life and death. Just beyond it. So it's both at the same time. So you need to have uh, this understanding when making a film. Does it become very difficult to become so big that automatically you are ruled out of so many projects and there's only so much you can do and you have a success, like say, Om Shanti Om, then to follow up on that success becomes a very difficult uh, uh, way to go about it. The path becomes very difficult. See, there's only one choice. Either you can be a follower or you can be a leader. So if you decide uh, people are going to set the bar for me, and I'm not pompous at all by nature. I'm a very humble person. Kumar's known me for years. I don't have any... Uh, I say good positive things. That either I can choose that somebody is going to push the bar and I have to keep up to it. Somebody is going to show me that uh, 100 meter can be run under 10 seconds. So I'll try to be better. Or I begin to run under 10 seconds. And let others know, oh, this can happen. So one of the... Cho either ways, you're competing. Um, so if I say, oh, this is where cinema's reached. Shit, I'll have to do this to remain at the top. Or I keep taking cinema there. So others say, oh, this is where Shah Rukh has taken it, let's also follow. Or let's try to better it. I think Allah has been kind. For years, I have only to better my own work. So it's good competition. No, but does it become difficult, like the kind of uh, roles to do, the kind of films to do, the creative decisions? Whatever it is, your persona will work to a certain extent. Eventually, the, the film still got to be good yeah, enough. There's nothing bigger than the film. So I just choose a good story to tell. No, so does that become difficult? No, no, I'm, I'm a good storyteller. You give me a story, I'll, uh, you give me an art film story, I'll make it sound interesting. So that's my job. That's what I get paid so much money for attending weddings. Uh, give me so much money because I can tell you a good story, whatever it is. And uh, it's not difficult at all. I mean, I'm off the cuff about uh, choosing the stories that I want to do. It's not rocket science. Let me be very honest. I want to uh, demystify the process of making films and being a star. It's not rocket science uh, being a great... Uh, uh, choosing something. You know, I don't know, if, if, uh, when you were young, all stories start with Ek Raja Ek That's a story. And uh, all stories start with uh, uh, that you loved someone you couldn't get, then you climbed a mountain, climbed the girl's hair, uh, picked her out from there, and a dragon came in front of you. Yeah. Then you beat the dragon, you took the girl in your arms, kissed her, and you lived happily ever after. So this is the story for everything. Uh, I can tell you the story in that. I am the dragon in that. I can tell you the story in Dilwale Dulayani Dhani. I am the Prince Charming in Dilwale Dulayani Dhani. You can, you can pick up any film and these are the stories. So now, how it unfolds is the technical part. You need to have a good team. 
and just tell a story. Now my criteria has become very simple. If my kids go off to sleep listening to a story that I'm telling them, it's a good story. So do that. Uh, they kept awake listening to two other films I'm not doing. Shall <laughs> we just mention about your prize? These days, media seems to be writing about many heroes' prizes: 20 crores, 30 crores, 10 crores, 15 crores, 40 crores. How is it that your prize? Such stories are never uh, out about your prize. I don't take. I think I've taken five crore rupees for Om Shanti, which is my highest prize, and it's my own production paying me that much. Um, I don't have high prizes. I generally don't have. I don't understand this. See, <coughs> if I was to outprice my film, I'm a student of economics. I can't outprice my film. Today the market is big, so I tell you as a producer, see you are going to get 50 crores for a film. We used to get 10, 5 years ago. Now get 50 crore rupees. Give me my price. I say okay, what's your price? I say whatever you feel like at the end of the film. Can you put 48 crore rupees? Can you convince me the 50 crore rupees has gone into this film? Can we make a film worth 50 crores? Or should we make a stupid film for 10 crores? I'm not saying 10 crores is a stupid film, but we'll just spend 10 and tell the world we spent 40. So I will work with a person who doesn't lie like that. If you come back to me and say, Sharuk. You know what we've done? We've done 52. I'll say take two from me. If the film is, like I said, film is the king. There is no other king. There is no other emperor. Film is uh, what I work for. So if my film is worth 50 and it looks beautiful, I look worth 5,000 crores. But if the film, uh, at the end of the film, you say, Shahrukh, I save two crores. So give that to me if you feel like. You don't feel like buy yourself a car. We'll make sure this film is a hit. Then pay me. So I don't have a price like that. It's pretty stupid. Like if I was to take today, people tell me my films can sell for 60, 70, 80 crore rupees. And I said, okay, I'll take 50. I'm still making a stupid film for 30 crores. I want to make a film for 80 crores because if I have that money, means I have that market. That's why the money is coming. Mm. So if I can use that 80 crore rupees to create some great cinema in India, and not be always worried about the fact that I don't have the budgets, it'll be beautiful. And that 80 crores will become 800 crores. Like this price you talk about, 30, 35 costs of Om Shanti. That includes your. Right. Yeah. Actually, it must be less. I haven't. I don't look at price because uh, I think as a producer. Should have the comfort that he should not have to. Whenever a producer works with Shahrukh Khan, he should have the comfort. I don't have to worry about the price. So in my own production, I follow the same. I don't have to worry about the price. I think we would be around that much, uh, but the publicity would be a little more uh, right now. So those little bits ends second week, third week. See, my film doesn't end till third week as a producer. So till third, fourth week, we'll still be spending some money, uh, but we'll be around that much, 35 or something. Shahrukh, you said that you'd rather make films of 50 crores, 60 crores, 80 crores. Would you have said the same thing? If you were not a producer, and there would only be outside producers for whom you would be working, I've always done that. Um, I've always told my I only work with those producers who I know are putting uh, the money where the mouth is, and they're making sure that whatever gain they've done from my film goes into the film. See, for personal gains, uh, I I cannot understand that. I'm making a film, and should I buy a Rolls Royce in the middle of a film? I would love to blow up five Rolls Royce in my film. I'm not saying I will, but I can. So somebody asked me, you know, in my life, I'll, I'll, I'll be very honest. Uh, to buy a watch, which is a lakh and a half, uh, I asked my wife twenty times. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I don't actually have to buy watches, but suppose I have to buy it for her. Me and my wife sit down and discuss. Uh, you know, I don't need it. Shahrukh, I've got it. What are you doing? You know, it's your birthday. Let me get your watch. But to spend five crore rupees on a set which needs to be burned down, I don't even think for a second. I know it's going to get burned down. दिखेगा तो है नहीं 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 
three minutes profit which your own Shanti has made? I don't think so. I mean, that's not true. No. I don't know about uh, other people. It is, it is true. No, it's not true. I'll tell you why. Because most of the people lie to you about the cost of the film. I could tell you my film is 52 crores. And then the profit becomes only 10 crores. So a lot of the producers don't tell you the cost of the production. I'm telling you the honest cost of the production. Uh, a lot of people, when they say that uh, my film is 35 and I want 40, I don't think it's 35. At 35, I'll make you make a film like Om Shanti. When I see the films which cost 35, otherwise, I'm like, no, come on. This can't be 35. I mean, you know, you know that. Everybody boosts up their production costs and you know, has hidden costs. Uh, the genuine cost of a film, you can make a wonderful looking film for 15, 18 crores. Chakde is there. I think it's a very good looking film. Om Shanti Om, it's a big looking film. Uh, it's not separate. Easily I can pass it off as a 50 crore film. People used to think Ashoka was made for 20 crores. It was made for 8 crores. So it's not really uh, that kind of profit. I'm sure others are made with profit also. On the day of release, what is it that matters the most to you? that I don't have to return back that profit. I mean, yeah, the film should do well, because I would return it. Like, I, if, I, if I truly believe I'm the biggest name in the film industry, which I think at this point of time I am, business-wise, in a certain sense, I'm among the top five. Uh, if somebody loses money because of me, it's not acceptable. So, I never, that's the reason, like, say, even when you tell me the highest price and profit, etc., which I've tried to explain to people, I will always take the profit, which is a little above my cost price, and wait till the film releases. Otherwise, I'll have to return it. I always do. So I'm a little wary of that, you know, returning it. So I'll wait till the next week. And if the film is done as well as I think it should, uh, then I will tell my distributors that please send the money down, what we had agreed on. Till such time, there is no, I don't need it. I mean, my film is released, my cost is covered. I must be having in the bank a couple of crores of profit right now. And I'll sit with that. If the film does well, we'll sign the contract and go ahead. In your relationships with people, in business relationships, how much is in awe, how much is for fear and how much is genuine? Does that trouble you? Uh, if, if I'm related to someone who does business with me, they're not uh, scared of me. Because they know my business is very simple. And uh, I do hope they respect me because I respect them. But beyond that, I don't think there's any fear or there's any awe. I, in real life, I hardly look awesome or fearsome. Uh, but uh, people know my nature in terms of monies and the way I deal with it. Uh, my biggest show of unhappiness to someone is that I stop talking. Uh, not talking means I don't relate with them. I just go quiet. Okay, listen, let's not get cheap about these things. Uh, and uh, see, like we started this interview and said that you know so many people want so much of me all the time, which is one of the biggest problems of my life. That there's so many people always around me wanting to do something with me, not take from me, but do something with me. If I'm finding a relationship uh, business-wise not good, I'm happier removing it quickly so that I have less people, you know. So it's very easy for me to say, okay, okay let's get this person out. Uh, there's no talk, there's no relationship anymore because I need less people anyways. Uh, so I quickly do that. But nobody's scared of me in uh, business. I've never met anyone who's... Actually, Kamal, I don't even deal with people in business. I just talk on the phone once, then the office does. I never ask my distributor. Uh, so far also, I've not called. I've got calls from Advance here, here Flana, here, Dimkana, I'm mind-blowing here. Film mind-blowing only thing, the rest of the people will take it. So I'm not bothered.